0: Welcome to the Fantastic Mr. Podcast, a podcast about movies, since there's only one and we just started it, right? Yes. Just kidding. There's several. There's several. Um, My name is Justin Strange and I am uh, living in Memphis right now. I'm originally from Arkansas. Uh, I'm a huge lover of movies. And then on here we have uh, Jake Kramers, Kramers, right? Or is it Kramers? Kramers. Okay, Kramers. And then we have uh, my good friend Zach Briggs on with us as well. What up? It's always um, great
1: to start out a podcast with not knowing your co-hosts' names. <laughs> well, I was, like,
0: I was like, I've said his name before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so pretty much uh, this podcast will be about movies, and but not just about like movies, but like the film universe, I guess, if you will. So we will talk about movies. We'll talk about, you know, mainstream stuff, but we'll also talk about, like, techniques in movies and all that good stuff. So we won't just stick to movies. We'll stick to filmmaking in general. Yeah, film adjacent. Film, film adjacent. I like that. That's what we should have called this podcast. Screw the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. It's okay. film adjacent. <laughs> nope, we stuck with it. You guys okayed it. I'm good. <clears throat> we'll start with... Um, any headlines or news about movies and then go into our actual topic and then end with any upcoming movies that we may know about or whatever. And every week either, uh, Zach, Jake, or myself will host host the episode and lead the discussion. So, uh, let's start with some, uh, movie news. Sound good guys. Sounds let's great. do it. Let me take a drink. <sighs> Yum. Okay, I'm gonna leave that. The audio quality is impeccable. No, I'm gonna leave it.
1: Okay. ASMR.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm gonna, that's what my life's gonna be after this. I hate ASMR. Let me go ahead and just. I'm gonna quietly burp into the mic. (laughs) Okay, so let's start um, with this thing about The Rock is making another video game movie. So do we know the other video game movie he did? Doom. Uh, Rampage. Yes. Doom and Rampage. And then I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you count Jumanji because the video game was part of the movie. It wasn't based on it. Yeah, that game.
1: wasn't based off a of video game.
0: That, yeah. That but the movie. Exactly. So I, yeah, Doom. I forgot about Doom, to be honest with you. I was looking right. for Rampage, but Doom is one of them. That's... That's for sure. Unfortunately, am I right, guys? I'm yeah, I'm just kidding. I've never seen it. I've only seen the the first person thing where you see him killing people. That's all I've seen. Like the one that people code onto printers and everywhere.
2: What year was that release? Doom. Do you remember? Early 2000s, I'm guessing.
0: I'm, I don't know. We can look the it movie up. Or the, the game? That's that's the great thing. No, the game was released way before the movie came out. Yeah, Let's like Doom. Oh, yeah, this is it. It came out in 2005. Illustrated R. I didn't know that. Oh, makes actually, sense. <laughs> I've actually never seen this movie, to be honest with you. Okay, so he's making another video game movie. Says, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson is working on another video game movie. During an interview with Mint's Journal, the 49-year-old professional wrestler. God, he's 49. A wrestler revealed that he's set to star in another video game adaptation. Quote, I can't tell you which game in particular we're doing, but there will be an announcement this year, he said. We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years. Any speculation as to well, what it might be? Let's think about what video games have hulking massive protagonists. Well, the one I'm thinking of, do you want to go first? you want to go first, Jake? Go ahead.
1: I don't have one. I'm I'm opening the discussion because I think oh, okay. whatever he's going to do,
0: he's obviously... What about do you? Character. What about you, Zach? What do you think it might be? Or what do you? I kind of want to say Halo. It's not going to be Halo. There's it's already not going to be Halo because they're already no, making they're they already taking yeah. the TV was well, already a, a series. It's a series. Paramount
2: Plus series.
0: Yeah. My first thought was like, uh, so I was telling my friend about this, and he he said, "Let me look look at our messages." he said it might he said i hope it's punch out <laughs> and i thought i thought that would be kind of neat i was like but i bet it's going to be something newer like call of duty and then uh, he
1: punch out the character the protagonist is tiny
0: little mac is well that he doesn't have pretty. to be the protagonist but i bet he's going to be gonna so be. my okay. thinking was gears of war
2: i think that's a possibility but he has that build uh, yeah, to be he, either no uh, dom or uh
0: what is the main market marcus, marcus Mar- phoenix yeah yeah marcus and uh, uh the, yeah the reason i think maybe gears of war is because he's he's huge and those guys on that freaking game are huge have you played they're that pretty- game before they're like like unhuman inhumanly huge it's it's kind of crazy i played so, the first
2: one in what was it like the early mid-2000s and as excellent yeah score I've played, and i played them the Campaigns all- fantastic
0: I haven't played, I played a little bit of the first campaign with my friend. We did the co-op, but uh, I've played all the like, uh, multiplayers, just not really the campaign. So I don't know. That's my thinking. All right. Y'all want to move on to another story. So, yeah, and apparently the Spider-Man no way homes entire script is now online. I don't know I don't know what that means to you guys, but I was just telling Zach before uh before we started recording that I would love to have just like a library, a physical library of scripts. I have a digital one, but I would love to and that that would be a cool addition to the script, like the script library. I
1: I want to know is it an actual shooting script or is it just a transcript from the completed film? I bet it because I, Part of my enjoyment when I read scripts is seeing what was actually changed during production. What mm-hmm. scenes were cut short, what were extended, what was ad lib? how did the writers describe scenes? That's what I enjoy comparing hmm. to the film. I actually sit down, I did this with, with Django Unchained, I actually sat down with Tarantino's script and I read it page for page as I watched the movie. Um, and it's surprising what stays the same and what you know sometimes what changes and if it's just a transcript of a film
0: Mm. i don't know that that that
1: deflates that i mean
0: yeah it'd still be cool to have but i agree i think because i i was telling zach as well before you got on jake um during when i was getting my master's in in filmmaking by the way when i was getting my master's i we had to read full full length feature scripts And the two I read were Scott Pilgrim versus the world and American beauty with Kevin Spacey. So American beauty, it was kind of neat because I watched the movie after reading the script and a lot of it had been changed from the script to the movie, but then with Scott Pilgrim, it was all the same and it was really cool because to see how he, have you seen, have you guys seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Okay. Well, it was really cool to see how he Edgar Wright describes things in, in the movie on the script it was kind of neat all right next up have any of you seen the percy jackson movies
1: i saw the first one that's what i saw um, was I not was not thrilled was not good <laughs> and that's not even as a fan of the books like i think i read
0: one of the books it's just not a good movie yeah one of my students was telling me that the books were really good um i haven't so seen any of them. I have, I've, I've, I've seen the first one and i yeah, fell asleep during it books. Yeah, I fell, I fell asleep doing the first one. But Disney Plus is moving forward with a Percy Jackson and the Olympians series.
1: That's cool. They might actually give it the depth that it needs. Because mm-hmm. I heard from every from all my friends who have read the books, a lot of them were just upset how shallow the movie felt versus like the in-depth character creation mm-hmm. of the world that was set up in the books. Well, so you know... It would
0: be good oh no flush that rope. there we go okay so let's go ahead and um do a disclaimer real quick we are not in a studio we are doing this podcast <laughs> over zoom so if you hear some uh hiccups in the internet connection or whatever it's all jake's fault i'm just kidding but
1: we're just broke we're just guys who grab some mics and we love
0: I mean,
2: yeah, yeah basically, so,
0: yeah, yeah. And we, so we we're like, screw this. And we all three live in different states. So Jake is in, can I say it, guys? Where yeah, you? yeah, Jake is in Arkansas and Zach is in Texas. So this is the only way we could do it. So yeah. sorry, wonders in, of the internet
2: has yes. blame our ISP for any yeah. issues. <laughs>
0: yeah, so sorry in advance to anybody who is listening. If we have a listener, um, I don't know what where i was going with my thing uh we're talking about percy jackson right um news and then you were apologizing for us Mm -hmm. yeah you're welcome Um, by the way uh okay well he's moving on they're moving on with the series which i think is going to be pretty oh i I know what i was going to say if you think about um the uh, series of of unfortunate events the movie versus the tv show have y'all seen either one I love the movie. I've seen half of the first season. Cool. Let me ask you a question. When did you watch the movie? Um,
1: I was going to say originally as a kid, but I've watched it since then, and I still enjoy it.
0: I know okay. people people rag on it. They say it's not good. I think you just like bad movies, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to like bad movies cause, because they're I bad.
1: I love bad movies. It's so campy,
0: and uh, Jim but, Carrey does a well, Fantastic job. Jim Carrey is just a an awesome actor. Yeah,
2: it's, that's all I remember from that movie was music.
0: Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. The music in that movie
1: is incredible.
0: I've seen bits and pieces of the movie. Now I did watch the series um a lot of I didn't watch the whole series, but I remember thinking it was really good. And I think it's because they were able to take they were able to do more with the series as opposed to the movie where they have to break it into an hour and a half long movie, you know. Same with like the Dark Tower. Um, how it was, you know, it's several books, but they had to cram it into one movie, and then they were going to do the same with Harry Potter. Could you imagine Harry Potter as one movie? Really? The entire Harry Potter. Well, they had, they had three different choices, right? They could do one movie with all the books. They were going to do an animated series of movies, but J.K. Rowling was like, no, if you're going to make movies out of my books, they got to be live action. And so that's how we got live action, and I'm glad she stuck to her guns, man, because that would have sucked if they had to. And she said they it can't be you know one movie. It has to be several movies, seven or eight movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Percy Jackson, I, I don't know when it's going to release. It doesn't really have a release date. Same with the other, the rock thing. We don't know when it's going to release, but apparently there's going to be an announcement. Lastly, um, Mortal Kombat 2 has been reportedly greenlit. So you guys remember the Mortal Kombat movie that came out last year? Did you see it?
2: I did, yeah. Did you think?
0: It. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, the story is okay. I don't. I don't care for the fact that they did like a pre-tournament thing, but I think that's what the director was going for was a pre-tournament, tournament after tournament type trilogy series. And so I really enjoyed the CGI and the fighting in it. But I mean, that's Mortal Kombat, right?
2: Yeah, they kind of harken back to some of the, the old sayings from the video games like Shim and all that. <laughs> yeah, the
0: only thing I'm I don't care for is the fact that they brought in like characters from several games so you got um uh the general what is his freaking name um and then natara like they're they're from like deception and deadly alliance i think one of those two games so like five and six ish and then you have cabal who was in three and then you have you know jacks who didn't show up till two and it's just like a mixture of all these different characters in the first movie i don't know i thought that was kind of weird but what are you gonna do? You know, that's why I don't make movies. Yeah. I guess.
1: My relationship with Mortal Kombat series is getting grounded for half a week when my mom found us playing it one night from a friend's video game. Like he brought his PlayStation over, and uh, or no Xbox, and uh, oh yeah, and and my mom found us playing it, and that's essentially my entire relationship with that series.
0: That's about, about
1: six hours worth of just incredible
0: fun and, and like, then it was all taken away from you get <laughs> away that's funny i mean that sucks but that's funny i i've played every mortal kombat game since they came out and uh it's really the only fighting series i enjoy like i've tried street fighter i've even tried a little bit of tekken not interested and i, I actually have played virtual fighter too and it's not that i mean it's okay those tekken and virtual fighter to me are kind of the same game and then street fighter is a little different uh um, mortal
2: kombat's like the most exaggerated of all yeah, fighting games. Yeah, sure. I agree,
0: but it's just the uh, it's just not even really the the way everything is. It's like there's so many different characters. They have all these unique powers, all these unique backstories. It's crazy the the Mortal Kombat universe and how it like all connects. It's just, it's insane. So, I've always loved Mortal Kombat. All right. Well, so earlier I mentioned um that every week somebody will head the episode. So the first week is going to be our um good friend zach here and uh go ahead zach
2: yes yeah, so we're gonna be talking about movies the experience of going to a theater versus streaming now let us take you guys back to like the early 2000s when uh star wars episode 2 attack of the clones and revenge of the sith came out I remember my mom calling me and saying oh zach i won a couple uh um, Tickets to see uh, Attack of the Clones at the for the midnight showing. So I was I was a little kid and I'm pretty excited. I had the VHS uh, 1995 pre-specialized editions with all the bad CGI <laughs> box set. So I was a Star Wars fan since I was came to this earth pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, the experience of going to a movie kind of kind of was set in stone for me uh, when I saw Attack of the Clones because I went into the theater and there's like so many people dressed as jedi sith and had never seen something like that before and during the movie itself like i think spe- specifically the scene where yoda's jumping around with his lightsaber and using the force just the audience reaction to that was so energizing I'd never experiencing experienced something like that before and i feel like in Depends on the theater and I've I've seen forums where people in different countries they don't have energized audiences it it just maybe a few claps here and there Uh, but at least in American theaters for the ones I've been to for certain movies people love to react and I that's something that I think you really can't get in the in the same way if you're watching a movie or even a TV show at home Mm -mm. but I, I don't know what you, what you guys think about the experience regarding movie theaters uh, and the uh, streaming as far as overall emotions that you feel and the camaraderie.
1: I think you're right. Like, America has this incredible camaraderie when people get into a theater and watch a movie that they really, really adore and have been looking forwards to. Like, the Star Wars is an incredible example. The uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe is an incredible example of just going and watching Infinity War and and Endgame, which is like the crowd would erupt with cheers and you could feel the emotion in the theater as people watched. And on the one hand, I think that's an incredible aspect of our cinema. Um, But on the other hand, there's this whole other camp uh, that don't like that at all. They, Mm. They hate going to the theater and they're always complaining about like oh they're throwing popcorn and there's little kids kicking the back of my seat i'm like oh they clap at the end of the movie like, what's wrong with <laughs> them <it?"
0: laughs> people, people so, get upset if they clap at the end of the movie it's like going to a play <laughs> they, like they clap they, at the end of a play they are uh that's crazy and
1: and um i think it depends largely on the movie on which camp i'm into there are movies that i go for fun and there are movies that i go for like the cinematic
0: experience,
1: you know. So, what
0: um, what movie, off the top of your head, would you go for the cinematic experience?
1: Um, Inception.
0: Okay, that's that, fair.
1: One of the best one of the best experiences that I've ever had was going to see Inception. We okay. uh, a couple buddies of mine, and I got the last showing, on the last day in the theater. The film started at like ten forty five. And we were literally the only people in the theater. For I bet this. that was awesome. And it was incredible. Like they let they even left us. Oh in no. The building. I'm pretty sure they were, walked out at the end of the end of the showing. The theater was closed down. All the lights were off. It was closed. Like the front doors were locked. You could go out the side doors. Cause you know, there's like that one way like exit. But they okay. closed the theater down while we were while we were in the showing. Did they say anything to you before they did that? No, not at all. We walked out and it was completely empty. But it was that was an incredible experience.
2: That's awesome. Does anyone find it kind of strange, like kind of irritating, how sometimes the, the ushers and people that are ready to clean they're just kind of standing there, kind of making you feel like you need to get out of there? Where yeah. I like to I like to sit down and enjoy the the credits and like kind of marinate what I so, just watched.
0: I have a story about that. So me and a friend went and saw Man of Steel when it came out. And at the end of the movie, I mean, I wasn't expecting a post credit scene because that's when Marvel had, you know, started doing that. And DC did a little bit, not as much though, but I wasn't expecting anything, but I was like, let's wait. To see what happens. Well, then she was standing there, and she's like, "If y'all are waiting for a, a scene after the credits, there's not one." <laughs> and I was so pissed. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! Like, you want us to get her that bad? Like, you can't wait, you know, five, ten minutes to clean, or you can clean around me. I don't care. I'd still have this big screen in front of me. You're not distracting me one bit." But it just kind of upset me. I was like, "Dude, you're yeah, it's really funny. There.
1: That's for me. That's my wife. Right. I love to sit." through I consider consider the credits a part of the film and I like to watch through the credits and listen to the score and see who made the movie because I love I love the production of films as well I see who does what and uh, almost inevitably whenever we go to the theater or even just watch a film at home you know like the Netflix series will like a little picture in picture will pop up Mm -hmm. and I want to get to play the next series and I don't like to do that I like to watch the credits and my wife is like why do you do that why why are you watching the credits the movie's over like it's over i
0: like your i like your impersonation of your wife she doesn't sound anything like that i've met your wife (laughs) anyway sorry why
1: are you why are you watching the credits it's over i like because
0: i like watching i like watching the credits well i will have to side with your wife on that unless i know there's something after that I don't. I don't want to watch the credits either. I'm going to get to the next episode, or I'm going to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like
2: i And that's the mindset for you know, looking at streaming. I mean, you you have a like a f- five, ten seconds to grab the remote and uh, you know click to your, where you want to watch credits, or it's yeah. going to go on to the next episode or the next movie.
0: Yeah. The only time I do that, like I, I uh, if if it gives me that option, which I don't think marvel mcu disney plus movies give or tv shows give you that option i just i wait so with mcu tv shows on disney plus i will wait and see if there's an end credits because sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't so um yeah that's the only time i wait for credits but if if unless i know there's something after the credits then i'm i'm gonna get out of there
2: according to a 2021 statistica survey 28 percent of respondents preferred going to theaters while only 15% preferred streaming. However, in June 2020, mid-pandemic, only 14% of respondents still preferred theaters, whereas 36% of respondents now preferred streaming. What's your reaction to that?
0: Well, let me go ahead and just say that I preferred theaters throughout the pandemic. Unfortunately, for a long time, you couldn't go. And when we were able, when things started opening, the first thing I did was go to the movies and I saw uh, The New Mutants. But streaming was, of course, unfortunately, our lives for a long time.
2: I could probably go back in time on like my bank history and find that um, transaction where I bought tickets for a movie i'm trying to remember now which one it was Uh, the first one i saw once everything reopened that's a
0: for me it was the new mutants and i went with a friend and i was like god I've i've missed this and it seems like now uh this year specifically not this year 2021 specifically like the i think the one of the first movies i saw in 2021 was i want to say godzilla versus kong and we saw it in IMAX, and I had to sit, like, all the way over, you know, to the right of the screen because there were just so many people in there. So it seems like right now, at this moment in time, like, it's it's really popular to go to the movies because nobody wants to sit at home. Yeah,
2: look at that graph that you showed me. Mm-hmm. I, I 1980. Fall, go ahead. Go ahead, Jack.
1: Sorry. I, I follow camp where I, I prefer streaming most of the time. And it comes solely down to... Area of life that I'm in. You know, I have a wife and I have a little daughter and income. I can, you know, I hate to say it, I can just get more from streaming services for my money. Like I, I could pay this nominal fee and then I can watch all the new films that come out. I just have to wait a couple extra months, which, you know, is I'm okay with. name I'm just kidding. It is, <laughs> but it is what it first, is. The first movies that I saw, I the first movie that I saw before the pandemic or the last movie I saw before the pandemic was cats. That was in 2019. And then I went through the entire pandemic and the the only movie I've seen in theaters since then was Spider-Man no way home. That was the only movie that dragged me out into the theaters because otherwise I I can see if I'm, if I'm looking at my finances and I see like what I'm going to spend the money on, I can say, oh, well, I can wait a couple extra months and I can watch, you know, these 15 films that I want to see for twelve ninety nine a month. Or I can spend twelve ninety nine and see one film. Granted, it's a really... In theaters. It's in theaters. It's really nice. But just when it comes down to the yeah. price ratio, I, I kind of have to go with streaming on this
0: one. I guess that's fair because you do have a family unfortunately i do not so i have to deal with i can go to the movies whenever i damn want you know
2: unfortunately unfortunately <laughs>
0: oh yeah i guess the freedom to do what you want mm-hmm. but i think and i like to think let me rephrase i like to think that even if i were married and had kids i could still have that freedom but then again like i said i like to think that not necessarily might not happen I don't know, man. I haven't had a girlfriend. I'd feel in guilty. Years. I, like, I wouldn't feel guilty. That wouldn't bother me one bit. I'd just be like, you know, I'm gonna go to the movies. It's only gonna be two, two and a half hours, and I'll be back. You know. So I don't know. I like to think that if I did have a family and stuff, I could still do that thing where that I love, which is to go to the movie theaters versus like straight. Yeah.
2: So 1980 to 2020, you can see this graph from Statistica that you provided, Justin. Just, mm. just get the ticket sales from 1980 to 2002 are going on going up there's an incline there then it from 2002 to 2020 uh, you see it drop and then suddenly obviously during when the pandemic hit in 2020 and theaters were closed for a large chunk of time there is that whole question of are movie theaters going to be coming back uh it's not even a question of no if streaming um like streaming wasn't even like a the, a part of that equation. We were just wondering, are, are theater is going to come back and is streaming going to be potentially the new norm? Well, yeah. you, you, I mean, people remember the old days of theater. People thought maybe that movie, like cinema would kill you no know, live theater, but you no, know, there's still plays that you no know, happen. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think uh, no streaming is going to be destroying uh, the cinema industry. Well, you know, no, they if were... anything, as James Gunn put it, I read an article, he said Having streaming is what keeps the interest alive in um, movies that people may have not have seen in theaters' it's like
1: yeah I was gonna say intuit- or, like counterintuitively I actually think streaming is going to help films and theaters because they now and you already see already they already advertise films as only in theaters like you're only going to see this in theaters and so yeah. they're actually using that as a premium to advertise these blockbuster films that are coming out. So actually I think for the people who are dedicated to films, it's actually going to push an audience. And the the demographics of who's in the theaters may change. You know, people like me who aren't able to or are more casual viewers will probably choose to stay at home and watch streaming services. Whereas the more dedicated cinephiles are going to go into the theaters and see it on the
0: big screen yeah i would put myself in that camp of the dedicated cinephiles and the last movie i went and saw was licorice pizza in theaters then before that was spider-man no way home and of course there's like two different two completely different movies i will say i had a lot more fun during spider-man no way home because for one i was with my students and two i mean come on it was spider-man no way home you're definitely the cool teacher that was the first time I audibly cheered in theaters, even even during Endgame. Like, even I,
1: during Endgame with in, Captain Force Hammer?
0: With, even during Endgame, I was like, this is so awesome in my head. But I wasn't showing it. I was just watching because I was just like taking it all in, you know. But with Spider-Man, I think it was a little different just because I started watching those movies. I think the first one, what did it come out? 2003, 2002. Spider Man, the original Spider Man
2: 2002. So I
0: was probably like 15, 14 or 15 when that came out. So just think 15 years of Spider Man and then Spider Man No Way Home comes out. You know, it's but like a kind of it,
2: culmination of I all mean, those years. Just pull <laughs> that something I, out.
0: Yeah. And yeah, granted, means, granted, there were more, there were more, there was more Avengers stuff to take in over 10 years of the MCU. But I don't know, with, with, with Spider-Man, I have more of a like a, a liking towards Spider-Man. I've always loved Spider-Man. So when that movie came out, like I'm just like, Yeah, whoa yeah! <laughs> like the whole time. And then with Luca's Pizza, you know, that's a whole whole other movie. And it was a really good movie, but you know, I'm just it was a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah. I was there. I was like, I've never seen a Paul Thomas Anderson movie in theaters. I'm gonna go watch it. And it was a good it was a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it yet, you should watch
2: it. Yeah, I see it's playing where I am at. Mm-hmm. The last movie I saw was A twenty Come on, come on with the Green Knight. Uh, uh jo- Joaquin Phoenix. What is it called? Come on, come on. The oh, uh, black and white drama.
0: I don't even know if I know what you're talking about. But I like, like Like me some Joaquin Phoenix. It was
2: uh, yeah, uh, Green Knight was pretty good too, despite it was like one of the strangest films I've seen. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Is that get
1: this the... movies that's on my to watch list? I want to see it so badly. I wanted oh, to see it is. in theaters
0: and just didn't get the chance. How was Come On, Come On? It was
2: good. It kind of a, cool. Another coming-of-age type movie. It's about an uncle and his kind of eccentric nephew, uh, very inquisitive, and uh, essentially Joaquin Phoenix's character goes around um, interviewing people about life and issues, and this child kind of serves as as this uh not barrier but it's kind of the conflict of the movie um in a way kind of like the
0: people of new york the film
2: i guess yeah Um, (laughs) i guess with with a black and white
0: well i'm really intrigued in movies that are black and white in this day and age so like
2: and it's a modern film
0: yeah this movie um i don't know if you guys have seen nebraska but that was a good movie. It's got uh, Bob Odenkirk and uh, Will Forte in it, and uh, it was it was a really cool movie. I watched. I had to watch it for my um, one of my classes when I mm. was getting my degree. So then you can't you can't leave out one of the, the biggest ones here recently. Mank. Oh, yeah, Mank. oh yeah, Mank. was okay, and then the Justice League. You know, of course, they do bring out they make those black and white versions. So like Logan and the Justice League, where you have those black and white versions, but I, I didn't watch them.
2: And Mank wasn't that favorite exclusively favorite? Netflix? Favorite.
0: I think Mank is exclusively Netflix. Have you not yeah, seen that? Yes.
2: I have. Okay. But but I'm, to the point, you know, um, it was streaming it's brought about these great exclusive movies that have the quality to be in theaters like Mank. Uh, there's several others. You know, there I'm was sure. a movie,
0: a, a movie I watched the other day. So I streamed a, a TV show called Archive 81. If you guys haven't seen it, it was it was it wasn't bad kind of took the whole demon cult in a different direction, right? But then after that I watched this movie called The House on Netflix. The and house. it's and it's a stop motion animated film, but it's it revolves around three it, it's three stories that revolve around this one house. And the first story is freaky. I was like man, this is scarier than Archive 81, which is about a demonic cult. And then I was like and then the second one, so the first one is like this family lives they're they're kind of poor. And they live in this small house and they get this, they get this opportunity to move into a bigger house, which is the house, right? But they have to kind of follow whatever the, the, the builder is like this artistic guy and they have to follow what he wants, right? If in order to live there, they kind of have to do what he wants and he changes everything. So like the The kids in this movie they fall asleep in one place. They wake up and something completely is around them because he's changed everything overnight. Anyway, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the end of that story is is kind of crazy. And then the second story is just about this this um, he's a he's a mouse, I believe. Yeah, he's a mouse, and uh, he's trying to sell the house. He's trying he's he's staged it and fixed it up so that he could sell it.
2: And
1: Wait, then- I, uh. uh- uh uh, freaking what's that movie with the mouse? I don't know. Oh, I'm it was like from the nineties. No, it was like the nineties. There's this mouse and like Stuart Little? Guys. No,
0: they're trying to sell a house. They have a house. Oh, that sounds and... like Mousetrap. Yeah, Mousetrap. Yeah, it sounds like Mousetrap. I think that's what it's
2: called. I don't remember that. They just
0: do
1: just they just do like a an art nouveau version of Mousetrap.
0: Well, hang on. Mouse trap movie i'm looking it up real quick i i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. 1987
1: two guys buy this house and they try to flip it or they inherit it or something and there's a mouse in the house they mm-hmm, try to get mm-hmm. the mouse.
0: mouse mouse hunt mouse trap is a video game or a board game uh mouse hunt is what you are thinking of two stumble yeah. dumb inheritors are determined to rid their antique house of a mouse who is equally determined to stay where he is so yeah that's what you're thinking of. As mouse Hunt that's one of those forgotten '90s movies that That's a blast from the blast me past. You just you just like brought back a flood of memories. I'm gonna put okay, so I'm gonna add forgotten '90s movies to our uh, Dope. list of episodes. Um, anyway, what we're we talking about, guys. Sorry. This. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the movie, and so but the the mouse is like it's he's like a person, so he's walking on two feet. He's using a cell phone, and they cuss. He cusses like all the time, and it's crazy. It's rated TVMA, or at least it was on IMDb, rated TVMA. And the third um, the third movie, or the third show, the third story, excuse me, is just about this, this girl who's inherited the house, and she's using it as apartments, but nobody's paying her rent, and she's continuously trying to fix it up because it's an old house at this point. And she's continuously trying to fix it up, but nobody's paying her rent, so she can't. But the whole big twist is there's this there was this huge flood, and she's like the only building that is above water right now. So mm. it's they're all pretty neat stories. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's on it's a Netflix original. It's just stop motion animated. So Interesting. If you like stop motion, I saw that and I was like, yeah, I gotta watch this because I love me some stop motion. I mean, yeah. hence the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. <laughs> I
1: think
0: you know uh,
1: it's a subject for another. For another episode, but streaming has gotten really, really good here recently. Well, it's also food.
0: gotten really, really overwhelming, and and uh, it's getting to the point of saturation.
2: What do you mean in terms of all the, the options out there?
0: Yes, so everybody's doing it, and it's uh my my friend of mine and I have con- talked about how somebody's going to make bundles of all these. companies company's going to come in and bundle, make different bundles of. So It's kind of like Sling, you know. Sling is streaming, but it's still cable, but you still have to purchase it in bundles to where you can get like a sports package or a movie package or whatever, well, like
1: Cabal or something like that.
0: Yeah, and they so you, they're going to sell you, you know, um, let's say they're going to do Netflix, Hulu, uh, let's to throw a random one in there, Paramount Plus. You know, five of these random streaming services and say, we'll give you this bundle for this much and we'll give you this bundle or we'll give you all of them for this much a month. You know, it's going to be like cable.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of the argument. Just, it, the cost of all these streaming services, if you have so many, it's becoming just as much well, as cable.
0: Well, what do and you guys have as far as streaming goes?
2: I have Hulu, uh, live, I went the HBO Max add on, and then I also have D s disney plus which is actually uh, upgraded so I'm, i got the um hulu package that has the add-on for uh but disney you also plus, have, so have ES-
0: espn plus too right
2: yeah i already had that i think um but yeah that, that was also one of the additions mm. and then i should share uh netflix with my parents <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people share accounts these well, days i just they don't do anything about it <laughs> i
0: just started sharing netflix with my mom because i had my own netflix for years and then i was like screw this i don't need to pay for my own netflix i'm the only one on it so i just canceled it and got thrown on my mom's and then i have disney plus that my mom also pays for i have a subscription to paramount plus that i do not pay for my friends pay for it i have peacock that i don't pay for that my friends pay and by i have it i mean i have their login uh the How only thing companies, that, go ahead. the only thing I pay for right now that I can think of is Hulu because when I was in college there was a deal going on where you can get Hulu, Showtime and Spotify for $5 a month. But since then it's it's back to 12.99 but I still have Hulu and Spotify. Yeah, that's what so, we got. Yeah, so I was like, heck, this is still a good deal with Hulu and Spotify. I'm like, I love Spotify. So I was like, I'll keep it. And so I think that's all I own right now.
1: What do you have Jake? Uh, we've got kind of the same deal, various shared accounts, you know, but we've got Disney plus Hulu. Um, oh, Keacock. and I have an HBO
0: max. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Peacock. Um, we had Paramount uh, pro, but it, it was just so buggy. It's a, it's a bad, bad. Yeah. We I have a deleted that i agree
2: uh, user interface horrible
1: HBO, max and we also until very recently had amazon prime and we just we just oh, came
0: i have that. amazon prime thanks for reminding me yeah i do have amazon prime I, I don't really use it except to watch like the most i've watched on that is house house and uh and uh comic book man
1: i i got to the last season of house and i couldn't make myself watch anymore because i was afraid of how it was going to end
0: Oh, so you don't even know how it ends? I don't know how it ends,
1: dude. Am, I'm like halfway through the last season, and I just Oh I just that last myself.
0: episode is so good. It's not, it's not one of my favorite episodes, but man, it's so good. It's the same thing with Parks and Rec. I think I, I think I finally, I think you have a problem, is what it is, and you I need think to. I just, finally
1: watched all of Parks and Rec, and I only finished all of Scrubs because they had the spinoff season afterwards, and they put the spinoff season in. The same like scrubs, yeah. and well, so I know I have another season left. This I, wa- I was watching. I was watching the last episode of the second to last season, thinking like, "Man, this really feels like they're wrapping everything
0: up." <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing about that. It's not a really a spinoff season. It is season. I think it's season nine. And you know, have you watched that season?
1: I watched like the first three or four episodes.
0: And JD college and there's like new new students, and he's a professor now. And- well, I think Turk is Turk is a professor, I believe, and so is um, Dr. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Curly hair? Yes. Uh, Dr. Cox. So Cox. is Dr. Cox. It's not really a, sp- a spinoff season. It's season nine, um, and it was okay with Scrubs. I don't good. remember why we were talking about that. but Because I was talking about how i I can't
1: finish series
0: oh well you're not missing anything with season nine well the the thing was is they they wrapped up season eight intending on finishing it that being the last season and then they were like we want another season of scrubs and so instead of you know bringing back jd and and turk and all them for whatever they just decided they would turn sacred heart into a medical school and then add dave franco in there it was okay it was okay
1: it didn't feel like
0: scrubs. To me. It was okay. It was very okay. I mean I watched the whole thing and there wasn't that many episodes. I don't think it was 27 episodes like the, the normal season was um, but it, it was it was just okay. So anyway well, what do next? we think about the, the future of
2: uh, the future of streaming? Uh, what more can there be done? I mean is it just going to be it's more just, can, companies coming yeah. out with their own platforms and what's the, what how can they be innovative and in like
1: netflix, netflix is pushing that pretty well Be
0: hard there, you know, there's been a lot of interesting avenues for the series or for streaming well not netflix and i think amazon prime are starting to delve into video like game gaming mm-hmm. streaming like game street so you know like i don't know if you guys have heard of google stadia but google stadia is essentially google's Cloud video gaming, and that's I think that's where Netflix. I've I've heard a little of them doing the same thing. Yeah. Amazon Prime, I think, is doing the same thing as well.
1: I actually know a little bit about Netflix. I've been I've been researching them, uh, just my own edification, my own weird. Not for the podcast. Got it. Um, you're not. You're not uh, helping the podcast. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they're doing they're doing video games on the phone. They're they're focusing on on the on, what on the phone. On oh, mobile gaming. Okay, got mobile it. Mobile gaming. They have Thank they you. have various like film themed games based off of their original series, et cetera, et cetera. But what I think is interesting um, that they've done a couple of times is doing branching television. Whereas you watch and then you actually control what happens in It's, it's called like a choose your own adventure type. It's of like thing. a choose your own adventure. I think that's probably where if it goes anywhere, that's probably a solid direction that it's going to go. We, because with how well they are how well productions are putting together these multifaceted, multi-film universes with all these different actors and and scenes and fake scenes and separate commercials and stuff specifically to avoid spoilers and things like that they're they got production down
0: where they oh, yeah. can make these
1: branching series pretty well, easily
0: have you watched any of those where they do the little choose your own adventure thing yeah black mirror did it that's the first one i did Uh, with Bandersnatch it was pretty cool I did it with my uh, so my niece and and her friends were there and so we watched it and we did the choices and stuff it Mm -hmm. was kind of neat I mean i would be okay if I didn't do another one for the rest of my life but I mean for that one time I was like this is pretty cool I'd be okay if you know if they did a couple more and then someone was like let's do this I don't know if I'd ever do it on my own but But I could
1: see where they they get audience participation where like you get to the finale of a season
0: and they're like what do you think oh Sharon? my god i, I think that would we kill robin i think that would oh i don't know if that would <laughs> fly with some people you know because a lot of people like like it's uh a choice. closer but the issue is it's like it's like any movie out there where they they leave it kind of open and they're like we just want the audience to decide it's like no we want you to decide because I'm watching your movie. I don't want to have to decide how it ends, how I think it ends, you know? I mean, I get why they do it, and it's not a bad way to go, but I don't know. I think that would hurt more than it would help. But I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. I've been wrong before at least once. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrong a
2: lot more. I, than I think the good thing about streaming, I mean, for me is, like I never saw a solo star wars story in theaters but i recently watched it on disney plus so it's like one of those examples Eh, i don't want to see that movie in theaters as i said i don't think it's worth it but maybe i'll check it out one of these days uh, once I saw it, it goes on on streaming so it was like, that was one of those movies another one was the many saints of uh i think newark it, it was a, kind of a spin-off of uh of the sopranos the Spranos, yeah. which i'm on the last season the, finally uh, the guy. Uh-huh
0: the gabagool yeah i don't think we have that (laughs) get him the gabagool that's from the
2: office Uh, but yeah i I think uh remember when netflix started out as dude uh, you
0: took my thing i was gonna say that okay go ahead zach
2: yes i remember my, my parents still uh do but, uh, dvds along with streaming
1: my parents still do the dvds they still they still get like a random ass dvd like once a month and yeah and they don't even they don't even like pick their films the netflix it just kind of uses the algorithm and they're like yeah. oh do like action slash because they were, they love korean drama they, they, they're all in interesting on that korean drama and uh, and so they'll just get like a random DVD of like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Korean. Here's a Korean drama.
2: What was that? What was that one American, American uh, Korean American movie that came out last year? Took place in Arkansas. Oh, um. took
0: place in. Yeah. Arkansas. Had, the guy,
2: had the guy from Walking Dead in it.
0: Yes. Mm. You talking about Steven Yeun? Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It uh, was a good movie, if you've seen it. No, but it was an Oscar nomination, and I believe it's a Hulu original, or isn't it?
2: I, I saw it in theaters.
1: Minari. Oh, okay. What is it called? Minari. I'm probably butchering the
2: name. Minari, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: I forgot that it took place in Arkansas. Man, that's where it I'm is. from. You know, from
1: Arkansas, and it's based off his childhood.
2: I think they actually filmed <clears> in... <throat> I'd have been Oklahoma somewhere. And so- when they went to Little Rock, you could tell that they used very minimal... Uh-huh. city shots to identify i don't think it probably was even <laughs> little rock <laughs>
0: no but. they probably just said they were in little rock yeah. They, um hold on what i was gonna say oh yeah back on the netflix dvd stuff so i never did that i never did netflix until it started streaming but i had a my friends did both they did the netflix dvds and streaming because sometimes there's things on netflix the dvds that you can't get on the streaming so that was the first time i had seen um the Star Wars movies, any Star Wars movie, we they got them on DVDs through Netflix. Wow. So that's how the first time I saw them. And then um, whenever, so in college, I'm going to give you a little backstory and then uh, get into the meat of this story. In college, I was at my friend's dorm at Henderson State, and um, we were watching, we, we were thinking of a movie to watch, and we were like, let's watch a really bad one. So can you guess what movie we decided on? And I bet you, I've mentioned this before.
2: Star Wars Episode One.
0: No. No, this has nothing to do with Star Wars now. Oh. So the the movie we chose was The Human Centipede. Oh, God. And we watched it, and it was bad. But then we found out they were making a sequel. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, guys, we, we got to watch this. And the only way we could find it were through Netflix DVDs. So we got it and we watched it. And then I found out they made a third one. Of course, I didn't use Netflix DVDs for that. I just got it on Amazon, I think. And I watched it and then I saw they had a trilogy box set Blu-ray. so I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> That's one of the year things where it's so bad. It's and it's not even really that good, but it's just one of those things. I'm like, I really I don't really like this movie, but I got to have it. You saw it and something awoke inside of you. <laughs> no, not really. Well, maybe a little bit not mm-hmm. like not like the uh, the need to make a human DVDs centipede like in the know, second you movie get a
1: full 3d DVDs and a full box set of the human centipede if you don't have something like
0: I just like I don't know what it is I don't know what it is, like I, don't what it is. I don't I have no urge to go out and make a human centipede but those movies are just so so different and so gross that I'm like <laughs> yeah I gotta have these it's like watching the yeah. room so anyway that's my story about netflix dvds everybody
2: another streaming versus going to the theaters topic have you ever felt like you just wanted to leave the theater because the movie's so bad i feel like if you it would be less of a i guess i don't know you're spending all all that money um depending on how many people um or you know, yeah, you're going a, with you um and like, all the concessions yeah. you buy but i feel like if if you're streaming and you're watching a movie you don't like you could just you know turn it off whereas you do it at a movie theater at least for me there'd be some type of anxiety of uh, like can <laughs> i feel guilty me. that i'm that i'm leaving <laughs> in the middle like feel weird about it uh, but people do it yeah i
0: you. have never That's gotten good. to the point where i want to leave but i i don't really think i've sat through a movie where i'm like i got to go
2: Wonder Woman 84 would have been that movie for me. Had I seen it mm. in theaters, I would have walked out. I don't actually. think I would have walked I, out. I didn't, I, was, I didn't finish it on streaming. It was so ridiculous and campy to the extreme. I, I couldn't get yeah, it.
0: I finished it. I watched it on HBO Max, but I think if I were in theaters, I'd be like, man, I kind of wish I would have waited for that movie. Mm-hmm. I would have finished it in the theater too, but I was like, man, I'm glad this came out on streaming because – I probably would have waited for it to come out on streaming. <laughs> or I would have probably bought it because I'm that kind of person to buy a movie just because it's a DC
2: movie. What are your thoughts on Sony? Not, you, I mean, obviously, there's none not of the Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus because Sony has the movie rights. Um, I wonder if that's ever going to change, you think?
0: No, not no, anytime no. soon. No. No, nope, as long uh, So, MCU. And, the MCU. The MCU only has
1: has, rubby little hands on the Spider Man. We'll never get him in the MCU.
0: (laughs) Well, he's in the MCU. He's just not on Disney Plus. Not
1: on the Disney (laughs) Plus.
0: So they only I think they only were allowed to make the movies. Everything else is Sony. You know, Marvel's like, Okay, we just want to make the movies. And I'm sure that Marvel makes some money off of it as well as Sony, but they're, you know, putting it on Disney Plus and all that stuff that's all sony if they want to put it on disney plus great
2: yeah streaming really helps these companies these studios to make make the money because the money it's, it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a, i think movies at this point like going to the theater it's it's like a supplement to the um, money being made through streaming services
0: well you know they had to do something during the pandemic so they just waited and, waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and they're finally like, no, screw this. We're going to do both. Like we know movie theaters are open, but people aren't going to the theaters at least not right now. So let's release it on. I can't remember the first movie that I saw that was the first that was, movie that was released
1: on both was trolls.
0: Yeah, because there was a huge issue with that, wasn't there? Yeah, with uh, whoever made the movie, they didn't. What did they have the issue with? They didn't want it on. I both. just don't think they wanted it.
1: Yeah, on streaming. I do which, remember that. Which is ironic, considering I'm like it's a it's a toddler movie, like it's for yeah. the children. but the are like, you know, oh, children going
0: to watch that on the big screen.
2: On the big screen, only neat you
0: Yeah, whoever made it, I don't, I, w- I had this great professor I in college hair mount. I, that's almost who I said but I was I like think company,
1: I think I'm going to double check that
0: yeah I had this great professor in college who just remembered every fact about movies and when they came out and all this stuff and I was like man I wish I could do that like I forget super easy as far as some of that stuff goes yeah I uh, I have to say I enjoy I, I enjoy going to the movies but there are those benefits to streaming as, as far as binge, well, TV shows, especially, you know, binging. So the first show I can think that I remember binging on Netflix was the office. And that was only when there were six seasons on it and I binged it in like a week,
2: which one, the British one.
0: No, no. Okay. Let me just, let me just say something about the British office. Like everyone who's on the office, the the American show, they all apparently have seen the British Office and they love it. And so when they found out there's an American show, they had to be on it. And I was like, I tried to watch the British Office and it was funny, but I couldn't bring myself to finish it. It's got that that super dry British. Here. Well, you know, and it's not just it's not just British comedy because I like the IT crowd. I think that's hilarious. Like, I think that show is so funny. And there's other British things that I really like. Just with the British Office, I was like, this is so, this is funny. I just don't. And then the American Office is just like way up here for me, as opposed to British Office. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy because I, I see I, it. It seems as if I'm the only one that doesn't really care for the British Office. I didn't, I didn't care for the British Office either. I, I,
1: off, I didn't care for the British Office either. I think I watched the first two episodes. And and I just couldn't get past it. It was v- it was very cringy, yeah. very very uncomfortable, like supremely uncomfortable
0: to watch. I got to like I don't know the f- first four or five episodes, and I was like, some there were funny moments, but I did,
2: you, I did you how about the Inbetweeners? Have you seen that show?
0: No. Have you seen that show?
2: I thought you've seen it.
0: No, I haven't seen it. It's uh, the.
2: It's the name. Bunch of uh, delinquents, basically, they're high, high school students. It's just like a comedy, really.
1: Yeah, and, and America made their own version of that, which is absolutely terrible.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, usually they don't like America tried to do it in an American version of the IT crowd with the dude who plays Moss. And I forget his name off the top of my head, but the guy that plays Moss, um, I think it's Richard Aote. Yeah, he just came over and then he came over and did the american one too with joe michel and it never went past it didn't they didn't even order a season they filmed <laughs> they filmed the pilot but that was about it but it was like like the american office it, the first episode was like a shot for shot remake was- Speaking
1: of, of america remakes and streaming cuz we talked about korea shows earlier the good doctor that's on mm-hmm. I know the good doctor is is actually an American remake of a Korean show as well.
0: Yeah, you know, I just found that out, and and it's actually doing. I haven't seen it, but it's actually, it's actually doing really doing well. Really good. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I do remember it, it playing at work when we all worked at KTV together. But um, well, I guess it might still play now, just because we don't work there anymore. It's still on air. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, he's married now, I think.
0: Yeah, I do remember seeing him getting married. I, I do see like some promos for it. I think it's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Oh, don't do that in the microphone. <laughs> I don't know. That was really loud. <laughs> okay, let's look it up. Oh man, I have to log in on my computer. I'm not gonna do that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it it looks okay. I I don't. I'm not a huge medical show fan. I like. I liked Scrubs and I like House, and that and that's how I binge watched Scrubs was on uh, Netflix, and that's how I binge well, I, did, I binge watched House with DVDs, believe it or not. Um, binge watched House through DVDs. I binge watched Smallville for three DVDs. Well, I say binge watched. As soon as the new season came out, I bought it.
2: So, what are your thoughts about you no know, binge watching versus you know waiting uh, a week, kind of like the, the old school um, format of TV series?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'd rather just get it all at once as opposed to the whole waiting a week. Like I think that nowadays we're so accustomed to it that when they do that, like on Amazon Prime and I, and Hulu's even doing it with How I Met Your Father, you know, you have to wait a week in order to get the new episode. I'm, and, and you know, Disney Plus did that with the Marvel shows. So I'm like, dude, just give it to me all at once, and I'll take it that's what she said i guess all at once
1: especially because now they essentially shoot these films or these tv shows as just 10 hour long movies Movies? well that's how and so when i just watch one episode i feel like you know the
0: dvd player got cut off i feel like i'm i'm not finished watching the movie well you know that's how that's how all tv shows are shot
2: i don't know uh, I mean, maybe back no, in the day 20 no. like 24 and lost. Well, they could well, have turned it in such a way I'm that I disagree with you on that, that.
0: No, it's
1: streaming the new streaming TV shows are definitely shot more cohesively. Well,
0: yeah, they are now but with, with with traditional TV shows like network television, they would shoot so many episodes then they'd have the winter break and then they'd finish shooting. So, granted, streaming I don't think does that so much anymore. Um, they, but yeah, they can just be like, give it to me, give it all to me now, as opposed to making you wait. They're they're choosing to make you wait. Here's
1: which... the difference, though. Here's the difference, though. Even though traditionally they were all shot at one time, even though they're traditionally all shot at one time, mm-hmm. I still feel the writing of the series, um, in was written in such a manner that they intended you to, to want to come back the next week. They were still writing in the manner that they had a hook on the end, and that was going to bring you back the next week, whereas whereas TV for these streaming services are essentially built as little 10-act movies, where yes, they still have a little hook on the end, but they're much more cohesive. They're much more condensed and solid and built with the moving parts. In between the episodes, that you really kind of need to watch them all at once to understand the flow of the story. Whereas traditionally, there was no end date on any of these TV shows because they expected or wanted to be, you know, re-upped every season. So they they didn't ever make a conclusive end. They didn't ever get yeah. a satisfied ending that you get with these streaming services because yeah. these films, TV shows for streaming services are built with that structure in mind where the season is over that season is over and you might not get a second season.
0: Well, yeah, in, in that in that regard, yeah, I guess that's it's good. I mean, you got to look at like shows like How or not How My Mother. Um my name is Earl or um Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans. They both ended on cliffhangers because they weren't renewed, yeah. Which sucks because I really want to know what happens with My Name Is Earl. <laughs> I love that show.
2: I feel like fewer episodes too, uh, kind of helps with that cohesiveness. Yeah, because
0: well. you know, network television runs twenty-two to twenty-four episodes, even with hour-long shows. I don't know if they do that so much anymore, but at least back in the day they did. You know, Smallville hour-long shows getting 22 episodes same with house and all that and now with with streaming you're only getting 11 13 maybe 15 you know ozark season four is out and it's the last season and they're calling it a supersized season with 14 episodes i'm like that's not really supersized though is it? it is just normal (laughs) so did you ever watch is so much higher on these. Oh well, yeah, it's movies, like but... it's like watching a movie. Go ahead, uh, Zach.
2: You ever watch uh, Designated Survivor? But that's what Keeper Keanu Sutherland. Reeves, right?
0: or yeah, Keanu Reeves, Key for Seven. No, I didn't.
2: Yeah. It was it started out as a network uh, show about you know.
0: Yeah, but it got becomes
2: president and everything. And then, anyways, it goes to a streaming service like Netflix, and this quality. I guess you could argue maybe it's better, but they just included so much unnecessary swearing all of a sudden just because it could be on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It kind of took me out of it.
1: That That was one of my parents' favorite TV shows that they watched on cable. And then when it got picked up by Netflix, they hated it for precisely those reasons. They hated the gratuitous language. They hated the gratuitous sex. They hated that it was more about like, the drama and the relationship as opposed to like the story.
0: Yeah. Market. Yeah. They did. They do that. I mean, even with um, what am I think? Oh, how I met your father. Okay. So I, I don't know if you guys have seen how I met your mother, but it was on a network television, I think NBC or CBS. I think it was a like CBS for nine years. And then Hulu picks up how I met your father. And, I, and it's not with the same creators. And now I'm hearing like, you know, shit and all this stuff, like extra cussing. I'm like, it kind of takes me out. And even like shows like Fuller House, which is a Netflix original that don't really cuss, but they do say other things. Like I, the first first time I ever heard them mention boobs on that show was on Fuller <laughs> House because what do you, Kim, Kimmy was making fun of Stephanie and she's like, oh, my name's Stephanie. I have big boobs. And I was like, oh, geez. Like even with Fuller House, I was like, oh my God. Like all they did was say boobs, but you're not used to that. On network television yeah so i was
2: going to ask why does it take you out because because you're used to shows in that format being on network television and for suddenly yeah have all this well other I mean, stuff added on streaming it's kind of out output off-putting i guess i
0: watched a lot of the ranch on netflix and i thought it was hilarious but man it was like every other word was the f word because it's a it's a traditional almost it looks like a traditional three camera sitcom and you're expecting wholesome family entertainment. And then they're saying the F word all the time. And I was like, like it would take me out for a second, but I I liked the show up to a point. I, I kind of stopped watching it. I thought it was really funny. And then Danny Masterson got taken off. And I was like, okay, it's not as funny anymore because he kind of made it funny for me. Ashton Kutcher's okay. And then they added Dak Shepard later. And so, I don't know, it had its ups and downs, but it was just like F word after F word after F word, which I'm not really offended by the F word or anything. It's just...
2: Certain shows it, 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 they could jive better with that type of language if, if it doesn't seem like it's you know put in there for the, the heck of it, you know.
0: Well, you mean you know, uh, like shows like Ozark and shows like Shameless? I don't, well, no, maybe not Shameless. I don't, I don't think Shameless what is, is that sh- okay. Br- well, you know, both those are on, I believe, both those were on Netflix network television, but I'm thinking of uh, like Ozark, which was on is a netflix original you know it cusses all the time and and stuff like that but it makes sense because it's ozark mm-hmm. you know so but then you got shows like the ranch which is a comedic sitcom and you're like you guys can stop with the f word as much like it's it's okay I, i'm not gonna stop watching this show if you don't say the f word <laughs> as much i don't know it's
2: like i don't know if you've seen titans on hbo max but
0: i've seen a little bit of it now the
2: show's time. All right, but if they include like language just, just to because seem cool. Can. It seems like
0: because they can, man.
2: Yeah, what it, it just is. feels very out of place. I think. But I think you know,
0: I think the rated R format is good for DC
2: For the tone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for
0: DC, but not necessarily, you know, Marvel. Unless it's like something hardcore, like Deadpool um, and Logan, and what what other rated R marvel movies are there deadpool it's and not- logan
2: well blade and, and i'll um, say
0: blade <laughs> yeah blade is one of them uh but i mean it's not an mcu well neither is Definitely. deadpool or logan
1: i think moon knight might have a mature rating
2: really i that'll I be a first
0: know. on disney plus it's a disney plus show yeah but i'm excited for moon knight that's a whole other conversation I'm super excited. I don't care for Oscar Isaac, so, but
2: I, I'll watch Moon Knight. Do you think streaming can get away with a lot more? You, you, filmmakers feel like they could have maybe not more freedom, but they have they could take more risks versus when it comes to we, movies yeah. that debut on the big screen.
0: I think so because you know, it makes me think of like video games where you know, The Legend of Zelda would come out on a console, and it's this, it's the Legend of Zelda we know where link is going out to save zelda right but then you got um the legend of zelda link's awakening on the game boy which goes in a whole other direction but because it's on a handheld it's okay you know that's kind of what i think of with that so i think you're i think they can take a little bit bigger risks as far as and it puts some maybe weirder stuff out there or whatever because it's on on netflix
1: i think they have more freedom simply the fact that they have more eyes and more advertising dollars like Netflix and they can, they can take the change to on like a few flops because when they make a series that, that is a hit, it's a hit, it goes off and it, and it takes care of any of the losses that they might've had.
0: I mean, yeah. Then, I mean, look at Cowboy Bebop that just came out and they already said, we're not making a season two. And then you got shows like, I don't know, house of cards was kind of the bi- first big one that came out as far as, Netflix goes, and that was like one of the first originals from Netflix, if I remember correctly, and then Stranger Things, people are all over some Stranger Things, so, I like you, and then, and, and then on
1: the movie front,
0: on the movie front, don't look up, I think that's the, that's the greatest, that's what we were just talking about, like
1: the most viewed film,
2: we were,
0: we were talking about that before we started recording earlier,
2: yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. yet. Yeah, it looks interesting.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but it is on my watch list. I, I'm just—I think I'm starting to warm up to the idea of Netflix movies because when movies started coming out on Netflix, I equated it to straight-to-DVD films. Yeah. B-movies. Yeah. So to be
1: honest, for a long time it was. That's yeah, hey. I,
0: but then I I kind of caved whenever um the Ted Bundy movie came out with Zac Efron. I was like, okay, I'll watch this because I like Zac Efron. I'm not afraid to admit it and also I, I, I like things about serial killers assume I'm a basic white bitch you know so <laughs> I, uh, I like stuff like that so and it's starting to get to where like I'm, I'm getting uh, when they start becoming you know Oscar nominations like the Irishman which I still have yet to see only because of the runtime. Um, the Irishman and stuff like that where they're nominated for Oscars I'm like okay Netflix I'll watch some of your movies calm down
2: or that like, one, that recent Western film with Benedict uh, Cumberbatch that's on Netflix. Um, that's gotten like rave reviews as well. I think some award nominations as well. Maybe it won some at the, the latest. Was it awesome? The, the Golden, Golden Globes. Glo- Golden Globes. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, guys, we can probably start wrapping it up here. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I guess any last thoughts about the okay. the, the divide of streaming and movie theaters? Or do you think there is going to be a day where streaming you know, one, just takes over. Streaming just takes over with uh, yeah, as we kind of said earlier, you know, movie theaters aren't going to go away. I mean, they're kind of needed. Yeah. I feel like
0: well, you know, I teach Hollywood. high school students and 99% of them don't go to movies unless their friends are unless it's like an event, you know. So, I think, you know, once they get to a point where they start You know spending their own money on things it's all it's gonna be because you know they watch movies on their phones yeah i'm like i'm like how the heck can you do that how can you sit there and watch a movie on your phone i can't i really don't even watch them on my ipad and that's a bigger screen the only time i can you'll ever catch me watching a show like on a device is because i'm not in front of my tv you know i'm like i'm at school and i have downtime, so i'll turn on a show or when i was going when i was enrolled in school and i would get to class early Sometimes I would turn on a TV show at, on my iPad. but
2: As white noise? I, yeah, so. pretty,
0: pretty much, because I would do work. And so, yeah, I, my thinking is that there's still going to be movie theaters. There's going to be movie theaters, but it's not – I don't know. if It's going to be real, real close, I think.
1: I, I think – I, um, I actually kind of have an off-the-wall opinion. I think they're going to blend a little bit
0: and in, how do you mean
1: in the form of the metaverse and vr helmets someone i think amc is going to make a virtual theater where you could go pay a premium put on your vr helmet and get to watch a movie with your friends in virtual reality
0: why would you want to do that
1: when you think about it right, as you're wearing a VR, vr headset you're getting the same you know equivalent pers- visually your perception you get the same equivalent as yeah, a movie theater, the size, but yeah. you're still at home and you're comfy and you have your snacks. You know, if, if someone's uh, okay, getting, you're at home. If okay. Getting, yeah. That's but, where I was confused. I don't you're know getting, why. You're for some reason, the theater experience at home. If someone okay, told you, okay, hey, you pay me $25, we're going to give you this blockbuster hit that's coming out. You're going to watch it in a VR headset. You can watch it with your friends. They're going to be in the digital space beside you. You can sit on your couch, be all comfy, eat your own popcorn, whatever chips, drink your alcohol. I mean, you wouldn't pay 20, 25 bucks
0: for that experience. I'm going to be honest with you when you mentioned that I was thinking they were going to a movie theater to do this <laughs> and I was like I was like why the heck would they want to do that like
2: it beats the purpose right it do, yeah it doesn't make any <laughs> sense one of you
0: well it doesn't make any sense because it's it doesn't make any sense i I get it i, I get
2: think that. that's an interesting idea especially if you get the virtual reality could really uh simulate that grand experience of looking at the screen yeah you'll
1: know? get perceptually you'll get the size of a theater screen
0: yeah i I mean that makes more sense and i would be apt to do that like i would totally try that like that would be kind of neat it'd be kind of like uh i don't know if y'all seen the anime sword art online but essentially it's an it's a anime about a video game but you're essentially wearing like a vr helmet and you're in the game Mm-hmm. right and that's kind of what that reminds me of it's like you're in the game you're you're interacting of course this is a movie so you'll just be sitting there you know with your popcorn or whatever you're eating at home you can't really interact but uh yeah i guess that would, now that i've realized that I'm, I'm 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 an idiot and you're not going to theaters to do this now i guess if the theaters had the vr headsets maybe kind of like an arcade where you go and you pay for their stuff if that were the case, maybe they might, mm-hmm. and which I could see that happening too, where you go and you pay for the head to wear the headset and to watch the movie and you pay for their concessions and stuff like that. I think that could definitely go both ways, like as far as sitting at home or doing it. I don't know why you'd go to a theater to do that, but I think I don't I think they might try it at least once. Yeah, if you don't think of VR headset, like, you yeah, you just you just there. go. You just go and watch the movie. Get a little COVID-friendly booth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of neat. I, I might try that out.
1: Little little booth, soundproof. You get in, put on a headset, and your buddy, three booths over, sitting right next to you in the digital space.
2: Yeah. Now, overall, I'm glad you no, know, how, how the pandemic has kind of evolved the way people consume their media, um, despite obviously how negatively but... impact impactful it has been on. Cinema, uh, yeah. in general, we had AMC, at one time declaring bank- bankruptcy, and now they I think they've re- certainly recovered. Uh, other I think theater companies as well were in bad bad shape. Bad shape, yeah, for sure. And I was like worried about Regal, um, as well, but uh, overall I think the the positives outweigh the negatives uh, for the for the future of uh, cinema, whether you watch it on. Your couch or you're sitting in a, yeah, a stadium stadium seating which like every city nowadays is assigned and you have the seats where you could put your legs up which is nice
0: you guys want to talk about upcoming films yeah like i was just sure. gonna say i was just gonna say uh we'll wrap it up but we'll talk about a few upcoming films
2: what's been um, on your minds what's been on the radar for you guys
0: honestly the the next film that i'm interested in is is the batman uh, but as oh look Jackass Forever comes out <laughs> February fourth. Oh my god, I am so excited! I I remember when this movie was announced, dude, and oh, that's gonna be awesome. Sorry, I've never seen a Jackass movie in theaters, and this is the first time I ever do it. I get so, it. So yeah, I, I to see a Jackass movie in theaters, I, that's gonna be awesome. So that I comes out on like crappy VHS and like. <laughs> Well now it's on Paramount Plus and full party. And I mean I have that Paramount Plus uh, login so I can watch them there but I've never seen one in theaters. Um let's see. So that's that's exciting for me. Uh there's some stuff that's coming out that I've never heard of. Uh, a lot of stuff there's, actually.
1: There's an interesting film uh that I see coming out uh, which is The Black Phone. It's it's labeled as a horror, but I'm not sure if it actually is going to be a horror.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's about this this little kid that gets kidnapped by like a kidnapper who's going to do terrible huh. things. Him. Um, yeah. But he's put in this room, so you kind of have this aspect of like a one room film a little bit with a cut off telephone, and then the telephone rings even though it's cut off, and it's the ghosts of all the kids that he's murdered before, and the Ooh. ghosts the ghost children like. Help him escape, essentially. That's the gist that I'm getting from the trailer. There's also like a little girl who has like dreams about him, and she's trying to convince the police to go find him. So there's like a little girl. Oh, that's cool. There's there's a kid in a basement, and like the the horror is the protagonists and the and the monsters, the kidnapper. Like it looks like it's a really interesting mix up of a lot of genres.
0: It kind of reminds me of Parasite. Where Parasite was kind of this uh, comedy, more like a comedy at the it. first half, and then it turns into like this this horror type, not really horror, but more of a drama type movie. You kind of changes directions in the middle. Are you talking about the movie from Stephanie Meyer? No, I'm talking about the movie from uh, the. It was the it was a Korean movie, I think. Uh, it won. It won. Oh, the, it yes. won the Oscar okay. for okay. best film. I, uh, yep. Mm so uh also the one next one that's coming out that i see that i'm interested in is uncharted with tom holland uh yeah that's interesting yeah i'm super excited for that and then the king's man i don't know if you guys have seen the king's men movies they're so cool so i think i'm gonna go see that um i was thinking of the host by the way oh yeah the host yeah no that's totally different um and then it looks like Tyler Perry's coming out with a new movie called *A Medea Homecoming*. I'm not a huge fan of. Madea.
1: I've never seen a single Medea film.
0: I I've never seen I've seen well let me I've seen Tyler Perry films I've ne- and I saw a Tyler Perry film with Medea in it, but it wasn't a Medea film. Uh, and then I watched I had to watch one for I took an African American cinema class, and we had a section on Tyler Perry and we all had to pick one, a Tyler Perry movie. And so, I picked. Uh, Deeds, which was a lifetime movie essentially, so I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of Tyler Perry. Um, I did like him on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. He was he was good in that. Oh, look, Cheaper by the Dozen's getting a reboot on Disney Plus. Um, speaking of reboots, um, I was looking at Death on the Nile. Yeah, that's not a reboot. That's a sequel. Is it a sequel? It's a sequel. I'm pretty sure that's the sequel to uh Murder on the uh, Orient so, Express. Okay, so it's Murrah but. But they made a Death on the Nile like back
1: in the thirties.
0: Okay, but that's not a reboot then, that's a remake. So it might not be a Okay, okay. Yeah. So my words I got a little conflated,
1: <laughs> but they're they're remaking Death on the Nile. Which that okay. looks like pretty good. Yeah, That'll Agatha good. I like, Christie. I like
0: murder mysteries to begin with, and especially like old classics. It might not be a it's sequel like... to Murder on the Orient Express now that I'm looking at it. Um I think it's the the contributing factor is the same detective.
1: It's, and
0: yeah, and it's the it's same. The same author, of course. Yeah. I, I will see that. I saw the murder on the Orient Express in theaters, and I thought that was a neat movie. It was just that it, visually it looked cool. I don't know if you That's, guys have seen and, it, but. And Death in the
1: Nile looks like it's going to be a very interesting visual. Yeah.
0: I'll As check well. it out. Um, and then, of course, I'll stop at March, but uh looks like, you know, the Batman comes out March 4th so i think we're all oh, yeah. pretty excited for that and i know you are zach oh yeah
2: yeah i think it's one I, of my favorite movies i'm looking forward to for sure
0: i don't think robert pattinson's gotten as much flack for becoming batman as ben affleck did but i think he's gonna do a fine job and i thought ben affleck I, when, when he was announced i was like and everybody's making fun of him i'm like dude he's a he's an oscar winning actor like he's gonna do okay and now everybody loves him you yeah, know? I think what I don't, I, think, I
1: don't think he did a good job as Batman.
0: I do. I think he did. I don't. I, I I don't think he did. was the best Batman by far, but I do think he did. He surpassed everyone's expectations. This is like a walking refrigerator. Yeah, whatever, dude. Go ahead, Zach.
2: <laughs> I think what the Matt Reeves Batman or the Batman what makes this different than maybe the excitement or feelings about when Ben Affleck was announced to be Batman and Bruce Wayne is that this is an entirely different universe. Mm-hmm. It's its own. Potential uh, new universe to, to kind of maybe expand. Maybe there'll be characters that we haven't seen in live action since the the 90s. Maybe we'll see like a, a version of a more grounded version of Victor Freeze. Maybe oh, Poison Ivy.
0: I would love to see Victor Freeze live action again, not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but. What a serious like a, take. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be cool to see Mister Freeze again. The, the Riddler. Have you seen the new trailer for the Batman? Yes. The newest one with the Riddler. Paul Dano. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Dano sounds great. Um, as Zodiac
2: a, killer vibes.
0: Yeah, for sure. sure.
2: And there's a new, there's an entire, well, not entire scene, but uh, it's on YouTube. There's a, a scene from the there's a funeral, and it's like two minutes, and it's pretty. It gets, yeah. gives you the, an idea of the tone and everything. Not a huge fan
0: of watching like pre-released clips from movies that are coming out in theaters. I like to just, be just
2: spoil it for you a little yeah,
0: bit. Yeah. I, I would rather just watch the trailers and then watch the movie. I'm not a big fan of, of movies. Like... Oh, you know, um, Guillermo del Toro is coming out with a new Pinocchio for Netflix.
2: Oh goodness. I don't know if I showed you the trailer.
0: It, it looks really cool. It's a stop motion animated animated movie. Um, it looks really neat, and I'm I'm totally down for some Guillermo del Toro, man. So,
2: Shape um, of Water.
0: Yeah, The Shape of Water. All, <laughs> that was a good movie, man. That was a cool movie. I mean, of course, um, Pacific Rim. Didn't he do? Did he do? He didn't do Pan's Labyrinth, did he? Was that I Guillermo? Don't I don't know either. Let's look it up before we end, because if we do happen to get listeners, I don't want them to be like,
2: "Uh, yeah, idiot."
0: <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Okay, yeah. It was I bought that as a criterion collection uh thing. So it's gonna kind of have special features. I still haven't watched it. Okay, so I think that is going to do it for us tonight. Um, so if you're listening to the Fantastic Mr. Podcast, uh be feel free. We will have several uh social media outlets to uh reach us, reach out to us at. We're gonna have what did we talk about, Jake? Um we're gonna be on TikTok. Fa- Ugh. instagram facebook twitter youtube youtube and i think that was it i think yeah, that we, were, i think we were going to do five yeah so uh i'm going to be honest i don't know what i'm assuming it's going to be the fantastic mr podcast so you can reach out to us there and if it's not if it wasn't going to be it is now because i just said it um so yeah you can reach out to us there if you have any ideas for like episodes or anything you want us to talk about um, and if you've made it this far give us a like to the first episode if you made yeah, it all the just, way oh are you talking about to, if you made it to the end of the yeah got it
1: yeah leave us <laughs> a good review it, share <laughs> us give us a review you know that that's what helps us little podcasters out the most is just mm. interacting mm-hmm. with the content
0: so anyway so yeah uh, i think that'll be uh, that'll do it for us t- for the for tonight for our first first ever ever podcast i've never done a podcast before so this is my first one and I actually am recording another one tomorrow so that's going to be fun with not you guys ah, well we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that another day all right so anyway uh, and that's it from us tonight so i will uh, see you guys next week all right later thanks for listening all right see you guys